Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL network. Welcome everybody to another weekend of Major League Baseball. We got props, we got futures, we got lines, matchups, and so much more. And of course, we got to talk a little bit about managers throughout the league losing their jobs and other managers who probably should lose their jobs that somehow won't. I'm looking at you, Southside of Chicago. Welcome to BetMGM, MLB podcast powered by BetQL. I'm Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, turned professional smartass on the radio. And with me, as always, you see him on BetMGM tonight. You see him all over the place, really. Just an expert in every sport when it comes to sports gambling. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only Ryan Horvath. How you doing, brother? Doing great. Ready for the weekend, man. Some, uh, some good series that I'm looking forward to. Got some more college baseball starting up today. My team's still alive. Go Mine is not. Mine, I'm a former UCLA Bruin, played four years at UCLA, hit like 60 yep. home runs there. No big deal. Check yeah, the stats. No pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, they got knocked out, unfortunately, uh, in Auburn by Auburn. So, unfortunately, UCLA no longer going forward, which means only one thing. I am not watching college baseball going forward because I actually I do have a dog in this race. I got to root for Texas. I have okay. to root for Texas. It's not because I'm a fan of Texas. Ivan what? Melendez, their first baseman, the the his nickname, the Hispanic Titanic, yeah, who has been named by many publications as College Player of the Year. He's one of my uh, one of my guys. I, I I've worked with him a little bit. He's the greatest kid in the world. I did not make him the the hitter that he is. I I worked with him like one, a few times. No, uh, he was good. good before he was way, he was good before he got to me. I cannot stress that enough. I did not make Ivan Melendez of anything. I just got to view and witness Ivan Melendez. And if I got to help him in any way, shape or form, I'm happy about it. Cause that guy's going to be a superstar. If he get when he gets drafted this year in the high first two rounds, he is going to shoot the big leagues quickly. And I'm just glad I get to say that I was a bystander that got to see him when, um, but Hey, we got a lot of baseball games coming up, but before yeah. we get to our matchups, let's do a little futures bets. Let's, let's take a look what we have on the board right now, because a lot of the league is not the way we expected it. A lot of surprises, a lot of disappointments. Uh, we're going to talk about division futures. So let's start with an AL future. And I even thought about hedging my initial bet. Um, I did that too. So we'll talk. Did about you that. really? Okay. So I was really thinking about it. The only reason I was thinking about it was out of stubbornness, pure, unadulterated stubbornness. 
And it's I'm trying to will something into existence that I don't think is going to happen because they're already 11 games back. Uh, and they're in the AL West. And they're the Seattle Mariners that I got a ticket for, yeah. for plus 450 to start the year. And I'm sorry, no matter what, you're, you can currently get them at an outrageous value, by the way, to win their division. You can currently get them at plus 2300 to win their division. Here's the problem. They're not going to win their division. I, I just can't hedge that bet. I, I, as much as the value's there, they're 11 games behind the Astros. And as much as I want to pretend the Astros aren't the Astros anymore, they are. And I can't, I can't fade them. I just cannot. So I'm going to look at a different one that I'm going to hedge my bet on. And that is the AL Central. Oh, the most frustrating team in Major League Baseball that I've ever watched is the Chicago White Sox. I want this team to win. There's no excuse that this team isn't winning. They are currently, are they still in third place? Or they finally, they shot back to second place at least. Because they were in third place. They fell behind the Guardians for a couple of days. No, there. they're behind the Guardians still, They're man. still behind the Guardians. Dude, now, they're, they're two games behind the Guardians. They're five games behind the Twins. They're four and six in their last ten. The Guardians are eight and two in their last ten games. Oh, And you know what's even frustrating about this? The White Sox still have the best odds to win this division. They're minus yeah. 120. You're still getting minus money. You still have to lay down money for the team. And I'm going to do it because I have to hedge that initial bet. That initial bet is killing me Um, because I bought them at like no value. I bought them at borderline no value at all. This is almost value compared to the value I got before. Yeah. I'm glad you went there because so I'm, I'm on the White Sox pretty big. And I haven't hedged off that one. I kind of have, but really not. And now I'm a little worried about the stupid Guardians because they're eight and two in their last 10 and I have nothing to do with them. So I'm on the Sox. Terrible prices. Minus 185 to win that division. I, I, I'm, I currently was, getting, I'm currently getting minute because I'm in a different state than you on Benham Jim. I got them at minus 120, luckily. Wow. Luckily. But even that, it's not the value I want. But we, I, uh, I well, feel like I have was, no choice. <laughs> what I did was I, I went with the Twins. Over 81 and a half wins. Um, but now I'm a little worried about the Twins, man. The Twins have came back down to earth. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, let me let me say this. I saw something crazy. So, like, their top three dudes in the rotation, including Sonny Gray, uh, have been lights out this season. Mm-hmm. The problem is they need to add some more arms because the four of the five guys in those rotation, in their rotation haven't done anything. They're not winning those games. Um, so I kind of hedged. I just went with the, with the win total over. The only reason I'm going to stick with the White Sox to win that division is if you look at how the season lines up for them the second half of the season. Yeah, they have a very win this division, man. They have a favorite. The second Royals. half of the easiest, easiest border. If you can call a major league schedule a cakewalk, the White Sox borderline have a cakewalk that second half. If they do not win that second half, Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Uh, heads have to not, – not only do they have to get rid of everybody in the coaching staff, they need, they need to move everybody they have. So, um, you know, the people I know on the inside – being from Chicago, knowing some people that maybe or maybe not like work with the team. Um, I've heard that LaRusse is safe though this year. Oh, he's safe. I've heard that as well. No, he's I can't Joe stress Madden, he's not going anywhere. He's winning Joe Madden gets gets off. Gets, Joe uh, Joe Girardi won a World Series. Joe Girardi. And and it's because those teams had high expectations coming into the season. You know, the Phillies and the Angels, and they're not living up to those expectations. Oh, did the White Sox not high, uh, have high expectations? No, and that's what I'm saying. They have yeah. the highest expectations. The highest of them all. But I was going to say, like, look at those divisions. Like, the Phillies, I mean, well, that's on them because they've been playing. Now they're playing great baseball. They haven't yes, lost they are. since they made this change. But, you know, to start the season, I mean, it was like, okay, well, the Mets continue to win, and the Mets are running away with this division. And then you got the Braves now getting hot. So that's, like, understandable. Um, you know, with the Angels, the Astros are in the division, but still, like the Angels, I mean, you can't lose 14 games in a row. That's on them. But with the Sox, man, like, what's the excuse here? I get there's injuries. Um, I get that obviously Dallas Keiko didn't work out. They DFA him, but this is still a really good team. Really and good. You have Lucas Giolito. You do. You have Michael Kopech's what I wanted him to be. I I'm, I will, I will admit this. I, I gotta, I gotta eat some crow here. I did not expect Michael Kopech to be this good as a starter. I was expecting him to do well, but he's been lights out as a starter. Yeah, and you know, what, you know what else gave me pause about Michael Kopech as a starter? It was Michael Kopech. Well, Michael, yeah. Michael Kopech went in an interview before his first start saying, it's going to be a chore for me to get to five innings, which was yeah. not something I wanted to hear for a team that I thought was going to go for a world series title this year. And yeah. a guy that everyone's expecting to be a big time starter for him. It turns out luckily not only was Michael Kopech wrong, but so was I. So I'm pretty excited about that. He's been pitching unbelievable um, man for, for a staff that has Lucas Giolito. Uh, I know Lance Lynn's still hurt, but he will be back. Luckily, thank God. Lance Lynn uh, and and Dylan Cease, even though he's been you know misused quite a bit, in my opinion, by the coaching staff. Um, dude, he's been arguably their best starter. Yeah. No, he really has. He's the only dude I trust right now other than Dylan Cease, who went yesterday. And I left for work. I bet the White Sox yesterday as small dogs against the Dodgers. I left. Oh. They were up. They were up for nothing with Cease yep. on the mound. I get to work, and they're down, and uh, they completely fell apart in that game. And Tony Larusa, like, what the hell are you doing? So he tried to explain to me what he was. I can't even like talk about it. I can't. Even, the words can't come out of my mouth. It was one thing after. How about this? It was one thing after another. It, let's let, before we even get to the absurd, absurd decision to intentionally walk Trey Turner with a one-two count with two outs. Before we get to that, huh? For Max Muncy to come up. Yeah, for Max Muncy. Before we get to that, let's go before that. Because Dylan Cease had thrown 44 pitches in the inning. Yeah. Dylan Cease had thrown over 100 pitches in the game. Yeah. No one was warming up. Yeah. No one. No one was warming up. Even the announcer, which was Eric Karras, former Major League Baseball player, uh, does a lot of good announcing for the Los Angeles Dodgers. You can catch him a lot on Fox Sports as well. 
Eric Karos was just perplexed. He's just sitting there going, talking up like, why is Tony La Russa leaving his kid out there? This guy needs to get, this is a long inning. Yeah. He's already been pushed over a hundred pitches. His last two starts, like, and his last two starts, Dylan Cease has not been as sharp as Dylan Cease normally is. Get him out of there. He needs to get out of there. And they didn't until it was too late. And then, of course, my God, intentionally, I don't care if there was a wild pitch that put him in scoring position. Are you kidding me? Trey Turner, I want to make this abundantly clear, is in scoring position when he's in the batter's box by himself. It doesn't matter where the base runners are. And you're going to intentionally walk anyone to get to Max Muncy? I don't care if Max Muncy is hitting 075. You don't intentionally walk to get the Max Muncy, who already hit a two-run double in the game. So I just, I needed, I, I just, the, the craziest part about it, it's a one-two count, but that's not, there was two outs. And you want, what, the, I, I, is the is the justification because I really I couldn't even like do the post game interview, man. Was it because he wanted the lefty on lefty match? He said he his his justification was, uh, wait, you think that was a bad decision? Getting one more pitch to Trey Turner with a runner in scoring position with an open base or facing a left on left with Max Muncy. I mean, that's an obvious choice. No, it is oh. not. No, it is not. No one's batting average with a one-two count is above 140, not to mention we're adding two outs to that. So the probably the league average with a one-two count with two outs is probably under a hundred. And like let's be honest. Um, I mean, it was time for I, I was gonna say, you know, some of these guys. I, I ask sometimes, like, okay, what's the what's firing the manager? What's firing the hitting coach? The Chicago Cubs have to bring them up, of course. You know, a, a great example of this because they would underperform. And then they would fire the hitting coach mm -hmm. and change anything. Uh, the Brewers, like right now they can't hit. And I listen, you know, I jump on the Milwaukee radio stations and it's like, oh, they got to fire their hitting coach. It's like, I don't think that's going to do anything in the middle of the season. But, you know, I think it is time that Tony's got to go because he's he's costing them games now. You know, it's always like, OK, what, what are you what's firing Joe Girardi? How is that going to improve the Phillies in the field when they're committing three errors per game? You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, uh, with Tony now, is he's costing them. He's costing them wins. It's not now. He's been doing this he's been since doing he's been their manager. I mean, last year, remember last year when he, he cost them like two games because he didn't know the extra inning rules? He didn't know the rule. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is just – and, and, and this, I don't know what else to say. It wasn't just the bad decision and the move. I wouldn't even be mad if he tried to justify it. I'm more mad at the arrogance of his post-game meeting where he's basically calling the writer an idiot for asking the question. Yeah. Tony, the move was the stupidest move I've seen in baseball in a major league baseball game. Maybe ever, maybe ever dude, just it, take it, responsibility. Like you could, it, 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 I mean, Joe Madden intentionally walking somebody with the bases loaded. Looks like a genius move compared to what we saw yesterday from Tony. And uh, it only continues to get worse. He's going to cost this team a postseason appearance. He's going to cost me a minus 185 division winner, unfortunately. It's uh, brutal. So I kind of hedged off that. But the one I hedged off of, and I went on, I uh, went pretty hard on this one, actually. For some reason, the St. Louis Cardinals are still plus 175 to win the NL Central over at mm -hmm. BetMGM. I uh, took the Brewers. Played minus 185 with the Brewers. Minus 175, I'm sorry. The reason why they're there is because the car. I mean, the Cardinals are looking real good lately. Like, real good. Like a good um, base. 
game. Not they are. Seattle Central is a dumpster fire. Like Paul Goldschmidt's hitting over 300. He could win MVP. He could. Nolan Arenado is hitting like 285. And he's, you know, he's going to have a June or July or August where he hits like 11 bombs and hits 400. His OPS is going to skyrocket. He's just going to have that month. And the reason I didn't go all in on the Cardinals and I like the Brewers was because of the pitching which makes sense, right? Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, Freddie Peralta, that bullpen, Josh Hader mm-hmm. did blow his first save, gave up his first run of the season. Finally happened. By the way, that happening might have just cost you that Cy Young ticket because he basically needed Dude, him to keep that going. Oh, yeah, I know. He had to, he had to do something like... Outrageous. Exactly. Yeah. And now that's probably dead. But, um, and I actually have a good play on that. I'll talk about the Cy Young. I look forward so, to that. So I was... Uh, the thing is, weirdly... With the Brewers' injuries and, you know, not really being able to trust Brandon Woodruff right now and Freddie Peralta being banged up a little bit, I actually trust the St. Louis rotation a little bit more. Miles Michaelis has been awesome after not yes. pitching for, what, two years? I know he's 4-4, four and four, but that that's a misleading to what his year's been. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, um, Wainwright, who's 55 years old, is just fine. Still They're going it. to get Jack Flaherty back, mm-hmm. and they're on a tear right now. Granted, you know, they just beat up on the Cubs last week. Um, I had to play the Cardinals at that price, plus 175, and hedge off the Brewers. I mean, the Brewers don't look very good right now. They just got beat up on by the Phillies. And the Cardinals, it's just what they do. It's it's mm-hmm. the Cardinals' devil magic, man. You know, and so I, uh, I hedged off the Brewers to win the Central. I played the St. Louis Cardinals, plus 175 yesterday. I got an NL future here that's going to surprise you. Okay. Especially coming from me, because where what's the team that you and I both pretty much agree is the greatest team ever? Uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers. They're unbelievable. They are just unbelievable. Correct, and their 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 odds to but win against them yesterday terrible yeah. decision. Yes, um, their odds to win that you can currently get them at like minus four hundred still to win their division. The San Diego Padres are two games behind them. San Diego Padres still are without Fernando Tatis Jr. San Diego Padres are doing this with Blake Snell not pitching well. San Diego Padres, you can get it plus 275 to win the NL West. And I think that's worth a sprinkle. I just do. I think you should look that up. I think you should honestly throw a little bit on it. I'm, I'd be worried if I was the Los Angeles Dodgers because the Padres, man, they're real. They are legitimately real. Remember last year how we were talking about them at the beginning yeah. of the year? We can't ignore it anymore. We're almost halfway point of this season. This team is not going anywhere, and they're only going to look to add. You know A.J. Preller is only looking to add to this team, not subtract. I'd watch out for the uh, for the San Diego Padres, and I do think you should sprinkle a little bit on that plus 275. I like it. I like it. Uh, I said that, you know, before the season, it was worth a little sprinkle. You know, when it was 3-1, to one, why not? Um you know, especially if Blake Snell could figure out how to beat Blake Snell, they're going to get Tatis back, and I like the Padres a lot. And so I do not hate that play whatsoever. Um, yeah, so that's my division. I went with, uh, again, I'm thinking about hedging off the Sox. Haven't done it yet because of the second half of the season. Did take the adjusted season win total over on the Twins. Hedged off the Brewers. I'm all in on the Cardinals now to win the Central. It's what they do. Brewers, man. Like, Hunter Renfro... Rowdy, I like these guys, but like come, Christian Yelich has given them nothing. So I'm mm-hmm. out on the Brewers. And then for a AL future, for me, I hate to do it. I've been looking at the Astros a lot. I haven't played it yet. It's hard if not I'm, to. If I'm taking anybody today to rep the AL, I feel like I have to go 
I have to go Houston, which is it's painful. Hard not to. Just because, I mean, well, I mean, if you if you're watching these games, it's really hard to pick against the Yankees. The Yankees are a damn juggernaut right now. Uh, the rotation's been great. The bullpen's been great. That lineup, I mean, man, Aaron Judge is going to win MVP. He's, he's unreal. If he now. stays healthy, there's just no way anybody else can touch him. He's just he's but, that good this season. But do I? But it's only plus two fifty now. Again, now the Astros are only plus three hundred. But for me, it's chalkier. It's those two teams. It's the Yankees plus two fifty. Or it's Houston because you're getting a little bit better of a price, three to one. You know, other than that, the Blue Jays plus four fifty, no thanks. The Sox nine to one still plus nine hundred, no. The Rays ten to one is very interesting. It even is. Though I go under, dude. The Angels are eleven to one. Why? How? I don't know. I truly don't know. They just lost what fourteen in a row, and they finally got their first win last night. I'm glad they got Phil Nevin his first win because Phil Nevin one is an awesome dude. Two is a good manager who is going to be kind of stuck managing probably this team the rest of this year, which I don't like is going to be kind of on his resume going forward. But hey, if this team does put it together, Phil Nevin's going to be looked at as the hero that did it. So. We'll we'll see how this progresses. I hope Phil gets a legitimate uh, shot at this. Um, what about World Series future? I got one for you right here. It's hard not to pay attention to because you can get the Mets at plus 800. And if there is a team in the National League that can take down the Dodgers, it is the New York Mets. They are without Scherzer. They are without DeGrom. Currently without Alonzo. They are currently without Marte. They are currently – who else are they missing? Those are those are four names that doesn't matter. Those four names alone, and they're still Scherzer, way up in this Brown, division. Marte, yeah, like that's a lot of names, and they're gonna get every single one of them back, mind you. And they did split with the Dodgers on the road, missing some players. Listen, this is a good baseball team. This is a team that's gonna win this division. I'm, I think this team has a real shot of winning the World Series, especially at plus eight hundred. Uh yeah, man, I'm with you there. I really like that price. I was looking at the Mets. Uh, I was also looking at the Braves all of a sudden. They're 15 to 1. The Braves are on a damn tear right now. Yeah. They've been playing they are. The best baseball. And, you know, I was looking at that price. And then I was looking at another one. Uh, well, I got done talking. I already talked about the Cardinals, but 25 to 1 is really interesting. The Phillies are starting to get hot. They haven't mm-hmm. lost a game since firing Joe Girardi. They're 35 to 1. I think my best bet on the board would still probably be. Uh, either the, the either the Astros seven to one or as chalky as it is, we're still getting four to one odds on the Dodgers plus four twenty five. And uh, Kershaw's coming back. He is. He is coming back, and that's not a small thing. I mean, Kershaw coming back the way he was pitching. I yeah. mean, I mean, if he can be come back even half of what he was just the start that that was that was vintage Kershaw, dude. Yeah, so that's why uh, I'm going to go there for actually my Cy Young future. Played this yesterday. Jumped on Kershaw just because the way that he was pitching before the injury, and uh, which is funny because I wanted nothing to do with Kershaw before the season because obviously I figured the back injury would be flaring up. He's not getting any younger, but found 35 to 1. Nobody's really running away with it. You know, Corbin Burns is still plus 350 to win Cy Young. Josh Hader gave up a run last week, finally blew a save. So took some Kershaw. I like that price. If he can make every start the rest of the season, why not? I, I, like, mean, I like DeGrom at 50 to 1, 40 to 1 if you could get it, you know, if he's going to make every start the second half of the season. But I don't trust that. I do trust that if Kershaw comes back, he could stay healthy. So I went with him for a Cy Young future because of the price.
I mean, it's a good price. I don't blame you, but he's going to have to do not unlike Josh, not unlike Hater had to do. He's going to have to do something pretty extraordinary to come back from the IL and really, really get this, uh, earn this award. Um, anything else for you on that for that side? I mean, I, I still, I still really like my initial before the season pick of Max Fried on the NL side. I mean, I got him at fourteen to one. He's still sticking around fifteen to one. He's been pitching his ass off. Not to mention the Braves. Like you said, they're winning. Yeah, yeah. No, Finally, like, by the yeah. way. I know this is what they did last year. Watch them do it again, and watch uh, the Mets just have an epic collapse. Oh God! I, if, if there's a year that it won't happen, it'll be this year. But if it does happen, you'll never hear me favor the Mets for the rest of my life. No, me either. It's, it's just it's over. It'll it would be over entirely, guys. We're gonna take a quick little break. We come back. We got some prop bets coming at you right here on BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. 